Thank you to all the calls and texts today on this very busy morning post Scott Frost firing yesterday, 402-464-5685. And all the comments also, tons of comments on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Appreciate all those. Um, I want to get to this real quick. I mean, there, there is so much audio from, from Trev Alberts yesterday, but we have not hit any of it. We haven't hit all of it. You can't today. We have so much to talk about. But I, I do want to revisit why it didn't work for Scott Frost. Jimmy. Why it didn't work. That's a question people ask a lot. Yep. Why? What yeah, happened? Well, yeah, because I was talking with a, a business owner here in town, a respected one, and, and who is really high on leadership. And leadership expert yeah yeah and you can just tell by the way that scott frost operated he just didn't seem like a, a very good leader when all was said well then died. the question is why was he such a good leader at ucf what happened right well what my what i think you could encapsulate that conversation this way the job was too big for him here ucf wasn't too big for him ucf's a different animal than this this is a tough snarling animal what, the, to big, God. the Big Ten is tough to win it. it this, is a, this is a difficult job, but, but, and again, this is why I'm in these conversations about what's next, who's next, who's going to lead this program, I lean toward guys who have coached in tough, snarling programs, difficult programs, difficult conferences, Urban Meyer. I mean, I'd say Matt Campbell. In a, in a, I mean, that's I'd not say, an easy I, job. i say Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. That's not an easy job. That, there better be a phone call the Kansas State made. Bill O'Brien coached. Think about what he inherited at Penn State. Think about what yeah. he inherited in the wake of the Sandusky scandal and the NCAA violations, and he went 8-4. and four. He was the national coach of the year. He took – and you know Penn now, State. Yeah. Penn State is – that's a tough place to coach. The question with O'Brien is going to be – I mean, he did, he did a great job there. He went to the Texans – NFL was okay. Four playoff appearances. Then I was with now he's with Alabama as the OC, right? Yeah. And yeah. Alabama's offense wasn't very good against Texas. Oh, are you going? Oh, come on. I mean, what, how many games Alabama win? Yeah, well, gonna win. They're, they're they're always good. It's not because of him though. No, but I, I don't. I, I'm not downgrading him because of Alabama's performance against Texas. They won the game. By I know. The way. I I uh, I don't I don't know if if fans would be thrilled about Bill O'Brien. I don't, I don't think he's a bad coach, but. Is that, your, is that one of your first calls you make as Bill O'Brien? It'd be one of mine. Wow. Mark Stoops yep. would be a that, good that, call. That's the call I'd make for Stoops sure. Stoops is wrestling in the SEC at a basketball school and winning 10 games back-to-back Defense has, has been great for years under him. Offense is getting it going, too. This is why I do not – I would – like Jim Leonard, the, the Wisconsin defensive coordinator, I'm just saying no. I'm just saying no. I want somebody who's wrestled, yeah, I, wrestled, you, wrestled in a big time program. Right now, you have to have someone that's been a head coach. You have to be. I think so. But see, now listen, what you're saying. Are you ruling out Mickey Joseph? No, that's why Mickey Joseph has nine games to be a head coach. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. He's got nine games to be a head coach. Right. In a difficult situation. In a difficult situation. Right. We're just going to have to look at and a the lot of it. The odds are against him in that regard because he has never been a head coach, but he has nine games to really change the minds of people Right, and here. you have to be fair to Mickey. Can't, I don't think you can attach a win total to this. You just got to see what it looks like with him because he's he's there's some uncontrollables that he's got to deal sure. with. You know, He inherited this defensive situation, and they have a situation on defense. They do. It's a situation. 
It's code red. Have a freaking code red. It's code red. It is. We we are in a code red. Oh, it's bad. We're in a code red. Uh, I want to play this. Trev Alberts yesterday. Are are you surprised it did not work out with Scott Frost when all was said and done? Trev Alberts yesterday press conference. I thought it would work, you know. And uh, listen, we all have short memories, but uh, Scott Frost was uh, among the absolute leaders in that cycle of coaching. And uh, uh, Scott's a good football coach. Scott Scott's going to go on and be a successful coach. I told him that this morning. And, uh, and, and, and he agreed, you know, Scott's a good football coach. Um, and the right situation for him will emerge, and I think he'll be very successful. I was determined uh, to work with him um, and try to balance, Andy, that, that, that very delicate balance of not meddling, because it's the last thing I think administration should do, is start dictating to coaches how they operate their deal, but be supportive. And... Um, uh, but it is what it is. It didn't work, and um, that's why we're here today. Now, people will say, because I just got done saying, and I think you agree, Frost is a bit of a cautionary tale right now in that he, didn't, he wasn't very experienced. He had the head coaching experience at UCF, but that's a different world in the American Athletic Conference. Now, people are going to say, simple, Bob Devaney came to Nebraska from Wyoming. Tom Osborne was a first-time head coach. Different world. This is the Big Ten now. This is a different world than what those guys stepped into. I'd say tougher world. Um, and the Big Ten largely makes it so. So I'm I'm leaning hard towards someone with a lot of experience in a big-time program, in a big-time conference. That's what I'm leaning with, toward. With I'm not going character. to Fresno State and getting an up-and-coming guy. With good character, per Trev Alvarez. Well, that's what he says. Yeah, like Fickle, I don't know. I Fickle's okay, done very stop, well. Pause on Fickle. Luke, Luke Fickle. At Cincinnati. Do, does he fit that mold, what you, just, what you just asked for? I mean, he's doing it at Cincinnati. He made a playoff appearance. He was in the college football playoff last year. Did not completely embarrass themselves, by the way. It wasn't 56-0. to zero. They, 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 they fought in that game. They had nine drafted players last year, including a top-five pick in Sauce Gardner, the Jets, the cornerback. Right. I mean, you, somebody you could say is about everything you're looking for. Um, do, you, do you think Lane Kiffin gets a look no, for this job? No, okay. I just don't. Okay. I, Quick I, no. I just don't think that's what you're looking for right now as much as I like Lane. Fickle's age 49. I mean, he's 49 and 16 since taking over at Cincinnati. 49 and 16. 22 and 2 over the past two seasons. <laughs> he does understand the Big Ten. I, but I think, he's, I think he's waiting for Ohio State. I think he is too. Now Ryan Day. Now people are gonna say, "Well, where's Ryan Day NFL. going?" Well, NFL, NFL. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, if Ryan Day has the sort of season we think, 10, 11, maybe twelve wins, once again, once again, the NFL will look at him like they did last year, and then Fickle would step into Ohio State. Uh, yeah, you're seeing a lot of names right now. People are, are flocking the text line about who they'd like to see. I mean, a lot of Dave Aranda. We, Aranda we, makes we a lot of Dave sense. Aranda, Aranda, Aranda would make a lot of sense. Obviously, a lot of Matt, Matt Campbell on the list. Campbell would make a lot of sense. Uh, I still see, like I said, I've seen a lot of Chris Kleiman on the list. I think he's, they, he's got to have a conversation with Kleiman's him. not splashy. That's the thing. That's not splashy. But, but what does Kleiman do? Don't, need if, don't know if you need splashy. We I'm talked not during the that. break what Kleiman does. He has 
trenches. The trenches are figured out. Kansas State's offensive line is good. Mm-hmm. Their defensive line is very good. Yeah. Linebackers are very good. They looked really good on Saturday. That's a physical football team. Thumpers. Kansas State would do pretty well in the Big Ten. They play really they right now. They play really good complementary football. They would fit pretty well in the Big Ten conference. I think so. right now that team. I'd have would. to look at their. I'd have to look at their personnel a little more closely before I say that. I mean, you have to acknowledge the fact that the Big Ten's much tougher than the Big Twelve. Another name before Jake. Yeah, you yeah, have to. The Big Ten it. is much tougher. Much than the Big, tougher. Yeah. Uh, do you believe there will be any sort of phone call to Kyle Whittingham at Utah? I hope so. He's <laughs> yeah, not on our hot board. I love that guy. He's not on our hot board. I'm not sh- on the Husker Online hot board, which is a re- hey. By the way, if you're if you're if you want to see a great hot board, Robin Washit put one together. A uh, hot board of coaches. Um, it's really well done. Now, wh- yeah, Whittingham's not on there. Now, I if I would have, I probably should have pressed for that. I don't think he's on there. I think you could probably put him on there. Oh, that would be a home run. That would be a home run. Kyle Whittingham. Um, no, I don't think he's on there. Um, there's there's guys like Dave Doran that gets mm. that gets mm. uh, overlooked at North Carolina State. Um, Dave Clawson, Wake, Wake Forest is a name mm. that's had success. Mm. Doesn't really do it for the fan base. But Dave Clawson is an interesting name. He's a pretty damn good coach. He is. I mean, right? He, yes. I mean, Wake Forest has been a ranked team consistently the last couple of years. Oh yeah. I mean, if I were in the AD shoes, I would I would look at Clawson. I would. There's, a, I mean, I'd look at about twenty guys sure, probably. Well, you have, yeah, I got to keep an open mind here. Um, but Clawson, it's hard to it's hard to ignore what he's done at Wake, Wake Forest. And if you watch Wake Forest, which I have, I'm always struck by like, wait a second, look at their receivers. I mean, those are well, dudes. Their quarterback, yeah, Hartman's a stud. Yeah, they they got dudes on that team now. Not just the receivers, but that's the the position that was really striking to me a couple of years ago. Like, wait, wait a second, why does Nebraska not have guys that look like that? Now they do, by the way. Nebraska has recruited pretty well at that position of late. But man, you know, Nebraska used to have those itty bitty committee receivers, and I and I then I'd look at Wake and go, wait, why don't they look like that? Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of guys. It's gonna be fun. It's going to be a fun little couple months here <laughs> trying to – I don't know. I, I, it's hard uh, to say how long fun. this is going to last. I'm, I still think Trev might have somebody in his back pocket and he's well, putting he's, up a smoke he's screen. He's not going to hire midseason though, right? I, I don't know. After the Iowa game, end of the season. Probably. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. That's what I, think. I mean, unless it's Urban Meyer. <laughs> sure. He's come not on, doing Come anything. on right now, Urban. Yeah. Let's play the game. So give us a call right now at 464-568. your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Sip is uh, red hot. I believe you're 8-1. Is that right? 8-1, yeah, Gus? Yeah, 8-1. Uh, speak, th- this might be too soon. I, I made this I made this game show yesterday morning before the news. My, my The topic is college football head coaches. Okay. Yeah. So this is before I knew Scott Frost was no longer right now <laughs> That's a okay. current college football Why head coach. Why is that a problem? That's, That's not a problem. It's, it's, it's a little too soon. Okay. Think you know uh, what schools these guys coaching. Okay. okay. Give us a call. 464-5685. Shut up. Simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. 
Even on days when we're discussing a firing of a head coach, we still play the game show because the people need it. They want it. They demand it, Sip. Yeah. So here we ja- go. James is game. James, how do you feel about current college football head coaches? Oh, good. All right. All right, James. All right, let's get done what he said, but here we go, James. <laughs> James, James, here's your first question. Here we go. What school is Gus Malzahn the head coach of? Oh, come on, James. Arkansas State. Uh, I'm not sure right now. All right, we'll just five seconds, James. Five, four. Let's go, Arkansas State. That was right. a long time. Ago. All right, now I'm. I'm. I got a my. I actually have a corner in position. Is that right? Yes. Pick UCF. Yeah. He's at UCF. Take it off. Pick six. UCF is correct. Right. All right, Sip, for the uh, 2-0 lead, your first question. What school is Tony Elliott the head coach of? Now, in front of me, I have all the schools um, for people watching. Tony Elliott. Tony Elliott. Oh, this is, I mean, ah, I think he just got whipped. Virginia. By Illinois, twenty-four yep. to three. Is that what the score? Twenty-four to three. That's exactly right. Two. Hey, by the way, that gets your attention. Illinois comes off an Indiana loss and beats Virginia twenty-four to three. By the way, Indiana was tussling with Idaho. Uh, they won. They won, but it was a struggle in that game. All right, James, to stay alive, your last question: What school is Sonny Dykes the head coach of? Colorado State. The answer is incredible. TCU. Sip is now 9-1 and one since the reset. James, we'll get you a bagel and a coffee, but thanks for calling in and calling down the road. There he goes. James is gone. It's okay. It's a victory for you. James tried. Even, on, even on a day where your mind is way at other places mm-hmm. in terms of what's next for Nebraska, you know, you're working on a Sunday all day, mm-hmm. you're still locked in. To win the game show. Thank you, Jake. You're welcome. That did that didn't even seem that seemed genuine. That was genuine. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not gonna give you crap when you nine and one. Nine and one. You want your last one? Yes. What school is Jeff Tedford the coach of? Tedford must be at Fresno. Let's just keep it going. Last one, tiebreaker. David Shaw is in his twelfth season at Stanford. Mm-hmm. How many wins does he have? Twelve seasons. Yeah, twelve seasons. He's, he's just started his 12th season, so he's had 11 full seasons. 96? <laughs> 94? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> What's going on here? Whoa, whoa, 46 pretty... losses. By the way, though, his last three full seasons, 4-8, and 4-2 and two in COVID, 3-9 and nine last year. Okay. Well, there Stanford we go. slipping a little bit. Congrats to you. Thank you. Good start to the week. Uh, appreciate all the phone calls as well. Thank yeah, thanks for all the texts and phone calls and viewership. Um, it, you guys are you guys are great, right? Um, big day for the program. It's a big week. It's the the rest of the season's big now. We'll have lots of stuff to talk about. Not only the games, but what's happening when the season's over. Who's the head coach? Mm-hmm. It's just a lot, it got a little bit more fun around here. Uh, the spillovers next on early break on the ticket. Let's take a moment and think about the things you love. 
It could be stuff like vintage vinyl, stylish sunglasses, or your exotic fish collection. Whatever your passion is, the new Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery gives you a chance to multiply your cash by 5, 10, 25, or even 100 times and enjoy a lot more of the stuff that makes you, you. Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery. If you love it, multiply it. Please play responsibly. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags.